0: Hey guys it's Dr. J and Apostle Sherman and we are so excited that you have tuned in for this week's message. We pray that it blesses you and helps to transform your life and the direction that God has for you. Enjoy the message. Welcome to Midweek. I'm so happy that you are here with us. It's going to be good. Listen we just got out of corporate prayer and it was so powerful and It's so interesting when you're a prophetic house, how people can pick up on where we're going even without knowing. And even as one of our intercessors, as you was praying earlier, she began to pray concerning the rivers of God. And we are jumping into that tonight. So something is in alignment. Something is in agreement for what God is doing and he's saying. So we want you to do this. We want you to press share. Press that supernatural button, the share button, and invite as many people as you possibly can to be on this experience. And I I think it's so important that we move into virtual evangelism and that we share. And listen, whatever you got to do, if you got to press share, tag them in the comments, Some people you need to text and tell them that we are live. Let them know that we are here. God is up to something strong. And I believe that as you tune in to the voice and the word of God, um, you're going to come alive in a very, very special way. So before we get into prayer, just just say hello to somebody in the comments, whether you're on Facebook or whether you're on YouTube. Go ahead and say hello to someone. And let's let's have a virtual connecting point for a moment and say hello to your family, say hello to those that are there. I have to say this um, before we pray, I'm so excited that there are people who are literally joining our church from all over the country, Maryland, Florida, and beyond. So we're super excited um, that God is doing something really unique and extending our reach beyond the state of California to literally uh, the nations of the world. And so we're excited about that. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your goodness, your mercy. Thank you so much for your kindness. Thank you so much for your grace. Thank you that you never forget us, you never leave us, you never push us aside. You are with us in every season and for every reason. You are standing beside your children. And so tonight we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that we have to dive into your word. Your word is of supreme importance to us, Father. We thank you. Your word is both a light and a lamp. And so we thank you today for revelation and illumination. We thank you, Lord, for understanding. We thank you for wisdom and truth and knowledge being released to your children tonight. And let us be awakened into what you are doing in the earth today. Let us not miss what you are saying to us as a corporate body and to our friends and family that are watching from literally all over the world. We're grateful for it. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 I want to honor our co pastor, Dr. Jaquette, um, in her absence today, as they were saying, old school church. But would you just simply get into the comments, both on YouTube and Facebook, and say something nice about your pastor. We so honor her as she's transitioning literally right now out of the classroom um, at the university that she teaches. We just honor God and we're so grateful um, to be able to have her as the woman of God that's helping to lead what God is doing here at All Nations San Bernardino. We're jumping into the word, and we're going to Genesis chapter two. We're gonna start where we left off last week. We're going to Genesis chapter two, and we're gonna head over to verse number eight. Now I want you to get something to take notes with tonight. The Lord's gonna to speak to us, give us some revelation. Some things will be in these notes that I have on this uh, computer, and much of it will not. And the Lord is gonna speak so prophetically to us tonight and to help prepare us for what we're doing now. Isn't that powerful that the word makes it so clear that. God gives us daily bread, right? Give us this day our daily bread. So there is fresh bread out of the oven tonight. Nothing washed over, nothing that you somewhere else and pulled it in. This is fresh out of the oven just for you tonight. And so I want you to ready yourself and be prepared to apply what is taught and to apply what you receive tonight. So we're in Genesis chapter 2, in verse number eight. And this is what the Bible starts off saying, the Lord planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. So I want to pause there for a moment, and I just want you to start with this thought. Everyone has a garden. Would you just write that down? Everyone has a garden. So because of the laws, of first mention, the first thing that we see in Genesis, and that's why Genesis is so important because of the law of first mention. If you don't understand what that means, it's a theological law that just simply says that once something is mentioned, the first time that something is mentioned, it then becomes the measuring rod, or it becomes the thing that gives us understanding for all of the other times that it will happen in Scripture. And so because we see this in Genesis, and the first thing God does is he puts man in a garden. He puts man in a particular spot and places him there. He says, I created a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put man. So listen to me, not only do we have a garden, but God puts us there. Right. So the the fact is this. We don't get to choose our gardens. And it'll make more sense as we go forward. We don't get to choose our gardens. A matter of fact, God decides what garden that he will place you in. But what I love about him placing us there is what I've told you before. If he places us there, nobody can move us yeah, is this thing on? I said, if he places us there, nobody else can move us. It's the concept of being set by God, being set by God. So verse 9 goes on to say, and out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also um, in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Let's go to verse 10. Verse 10 says, now a river, a river, a river went out of Eden to water the garden. And from there, it parted and became four river heads. One river turned into four. One river Turn into four. The river came out of Eden um, and it went to the garden. The river came out of Eden, the place of beginning. It came out of Eden and then went to the garden. So we have four rivers flowing to our gardens, four rivers flowing to our garden in Genesis chapter two goes on to explain to us um, some powerful concepts about these these rivers that begin to flow. But one of the things that I want you to remember is that there was it came from one place. Eden was the watershed, or Eden was the place of beginning that the rivers flowed. Now, these rivers are not only flowing to to the garden, but I need you to know it also flows from the garden. So uh, it'll make more sense going forward. But whatever garden that God places you in, there's a river that flows to it, but these rivers also flow from that garden. And so whatever rivers are flowing to you, those rivers flow from it as well. And so we want you to grab a hold of that. That means that whatever garden God has placed me in, He doesn't want me to be there without the river. First of all, rivers are going to be of paramount importance. It's going to be very, very important that whatever garden I'm in, he's already set that garden up to have what it needs by the rivers that flow to it. But if those rivers are flowing to it also, he wants us to realize that he'll use those same rivers to flow from the garden to touch whatever he's designed for us to do. And whatever place that he's called us to, there are rivers. So I want you to type into the comments right now. I want you to type in the comments, there are rivers. There are rivers. There are rivers. There are rivers. Now we see another picture of this. And if we're going to really study scripture, I like to not just hang out in one area, but to see what else God has been saying in his word concerning Rivers. So we have the four rivers um, of Eden that are both. Let me say this: both real and symbolic. So they they they, they, they definitely existed. But at the same time, they become symbols to us. They become even types and shadows to us of what it can look like in our life right now. Now, uh, most um, people say, most theologians believe that those rivers have now, they've dried up. They don't exist anymore. But those rivers, rivers actually live on today, right? Because they are both real and then they are both symbolic in that there are supernatural rivers that are still flowing to our lives, into our garden, to our existence. Okay, so God does this through the rivers. He provides for us both physically and spiritually through the rivers. He provides for us both physically and spiritually through the rivers. Okay, now as we begin to talk about this, I want to pause for a minute to say this is why it's important for you to not just be tied to one river source of income. Now, not everybody is called to go and start this business and start that business and start this business. But I really want you to realize that God wants, I heard the Lord say to tell you this, he's going to give you understanding on how to diversify what happens with your money. You may not be starting a new business, but he may put you in some levels of investments. He may put you in some places to cost for what you have work for you. He's gonna show you the power of being able to put your money in the right place. Some of us have missed out on our money growing and our money going to the next level because all we've known, and please hear what I me, mean, hear me, hear me, hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. All we've known and how we think we're gonna become wealthy is by giving our tithes and offerings. Giving your and offering will without a doubt bring you a harvest, but I offer to you that the harvest is not always money. The harvest oftentimes is an idea that will produce more money. He'll tell you how to be able to put your accounts in the right savings account. The right type of savings account, how to leave your money there and allow it to produce for you on another level. He'll lead you to find you a financial planner to help you to be able to navigate through the monies. You may not start another business. You may invest in real estate, You whatever that looks like. You, you may move into different areas, but allow God to lead you because I guarantee you there's more than one river that God has flowing to your garden. Let's move. Ezekiel, the chapter uh, forty-seven and verse number six. We just want to look through this. Ezekiel forty-seven and verse number six, the Bible said, And he said to me, Son of man, have you seen this? This is a prophetic question that God offers to you tonight. Have you seen it? Seeing what God? Then he brought me and returned me where? To the bank of the river. He brought me to the bank of the river. And when I returned there, along the bank of the river, there were many trees. On one side and on the other. Many trees on one side and on the other. It speaks of productivity. That where the river is, there is life. Where the rivers flow, there is life. Where the rivers flow, there is life. And so here are the the rivers flowing, and then there are many trees, very many trees, on the right and on the left. On each side, there are very many trees. Verse 8 says, Then he said to me, This water flows towards the eastern region. Goes down into the valley and enters the sea, which, um, when it reaches the sea, um, all of the waters are healed. Let me say it again: when it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. Um, I don't. I, I. 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 I have a lot to give you tonight, and I don't want. <laughs> I don't want a part two every single week. But l- let me say this to you. L- let me say this to you: is that there's a cleansing process that happens in the river when the enemy tries to put contaminants in your water when the enemy tries to put stuff that doesn't belong there the bible said it can reach a particular point and when it reaches that point the waters are healed can i say something to you the lord is releasing healing to the waters of your life I believe that he's releasing healing to the waters of your life. Verse nine says this, and it shall be that every living thing that moves wherever the rivers go will live. I'm quit right there. I quit. I actually give up. I'm done. I'm going to say it again. It shall be that every living thing that moves wherever the river goes, it will live. Are you hearing this? There is life. God is on this theme of life. He was on it with the wind. He's on it now with the rivers. Yeah. Understand this. Wherever there is the river, there is life. There is life wherever it flows. And so there's life coming to your garden. And what practically, why does this matter? Because a lot of us are in a place where we're feeling like the enemy is trying to attack our lives. We feel under stress. We feel like we're overwhelmed. We feel like there's too much in our hand. We feel like death is coming. We feel like all kinds of things are happening in and around us. And the enemy wants us to be distracted. But as God's prophet tonight, I want to make a prophetic announcement that the river of God is bringing life to your garden. There is something shifting in and around your existence where the life of God is coming in the midst of the river. Where there are living things, listen to me, where there are living things, where the river flows, you're going to live. You're going to live. I want you to type into the comments, wherever you are, I want you to type in the comments, life, 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 life. Just type that in. Type that in real quick, and if you haven't already, go ahead and invite somebody. Share share share, and share again and not only share but I want you to do something really important tag someone in the comments God is speaking don't let your loved ones your friends your pals your haters whatever they are let don't let them miss out on what God is doing tonight and so listen where the river is there's going to be life let's keep going in verse 9 there will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there And they will be healed and everything will live where the river goes. Everything will live. Everything will live. Everything will live where the river goes. So it is our job to embrace the river because wherever there's a river, there's life. But please catch that. Everything will live. Isn't that interesting how the devil will try to make you feel like the life of God is limited, that the healing of God is limited, that, the, that, that something is. And I, wanna, I want you to understand that you have promises and some of those promises that are given to you are not just for you, but they're for your entire household. Yeah, because you are the remnant and you are a part of the remnant, your bloodline gets blessed. I've told you this before, because you are in alignment They can be literally, and I know some of you is going to mess with theology. They can be literally out of alignment and be protected because you are in alignment. I want you to think about how how many spouses right now, the reason why they're able to be in, in the favor of God is because they married to somebody who is in alignment with God. Like there are spouses that are benefiting from somebody else being in alignment with God. I've seen it, and I've seen people cut off from being connected and married to someone who's in alignment to God, and lose their whole mind. Yes, Why? Because the only thing that was covering them was the fact that they were connected to something that was in alignment. Alignment is so vitally important, but I can't go there. That's another message. Verse number ten. <laughs> Verse number ten. It shall be that fishermen will stand by. Uh, will stand by it from In giddy and in. Egalem, I think I'm getting it. We'll find out. Uh, go see later. And there will be places for spreading their nets. God, their fish will be on the same kinds, will be of the same kinds of fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. Are you seeing this? Where the river is flowing, the nets are full, and there's much fish. Where the river flows the nets are full and there's much fish now, i'm getting ahead of myself but abundance 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 is your portion as you are allowing the river of god to flow to your life the river flows to your life there's abundance so i don't have i don't have a small amount of fish i have an exceeding great amount i have exceedingly many fish I have exceedingly many, a matter of fact, just prophetically, what you typed in in the comments, yes, you're going to engage this tonight. I want you to type into the comments exceedingly many. Just go on and do that. That's a prophetic word for you tonight. That's a prophetic word for you tonight. See, that's what you've got to understand. Yes, Lord, I say that. You've got to understand that the word of God, there are promises locked inside of there. And when you read it disconnected or you read it not understanding that it is simply a book of promises from from a father to his children, you'll miss out on what belongs to you. You'll miss out on it. You can't just read that thing like he's talking about somebody else. You don't read the book of promises as if he's speaking about your friend or your neighbor. You gotta take ownership of the promises of God and God is saying in his word, as the river is flowing, hallelujah, as the river is flowing, there's going to be exceedingly many fish. You're not gonna suffer. You're going to be able to be full and have enough to spare. I feel the anointing on that. You're going to have enough to be full and enough to spare. When that thing just begins to come over your life You can't explain it. Can I tell you that? Can I tell you your leaders right now? I'm not a millionaire yet, but I can tell you money just finds me and I can't explain it half of the time. It just shows up. I obey God and walk off with $1,000. I obey God and go where I'm supposed to go and then something shifts. I am telling you, your obedience is going to produce another level of productivity. And as you get into the river of God, hallelujah, there is going to be exceedingly All right, calm down. supposed to do the teaching thing. So the Bible says, verse 11, but its swamps and marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to salt. Keep moving along the bank of the river on the side, on this side, that um, will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither. Mm, Hallelujah. And their fruit will not fail. Isn't that powerful? powerful? Leaves that don't wither. So the, 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 please catch this. That means that what it was supposed to do, God breaks natural laws. Wow. Wow. Sir, sir, sir. The natural law says that the seasons change and it's supposed to wither. Wow. You can get so connected into the river that what was supposed to be the natural cycle, you don't even have to experience it because the river of God causes for a cycle to be stopped. What everybody else experienced, you don't have to experience because the river flows there. Mm -hmm. And then the fruit would not fail. That means it will not rot. Fruit is supposed to go bad. Now, I know you eat a lot of them canned stuff, and so you don't know that. But fruit is supposed to actually go bad. That's not supposed to live in there that long. That's not right. <laughs> it's something that, that is altered. <laughs> That's perverted. Literally, they have met, taken that thing and made it into something else. That's not supposed to work like that. Well, it's supposed to die. God's saying, guess Your fruit's just going to live on. Yeah, yeah. Mighty God. It's just going to live on. And let's keep on. The Bible said, and they, they will bear fruit every month. Are y'all getting this? I can't see the comments, but I need to know. Are y'all getting this? Listen to me. I I need you to grab this today. Every month, every single month, you're going to bear fruit. You see this promise that's given to you? I don't want a month without fruit. I refuse to have a month that doesn't bear fruit. And I'm not making it up. I'm not putting it in my head. I'm basing upon the word here, the word of God, right here in Ezekiel chapter 47. I will not have a month where there is not fruit. I won't have a month without it because the waters flow, please get this, from the sanctuary. I want to align it, sanctuary. I want to align it, garden. And I want you to understand that God always places you in the garden. He always places you in a sanctuary. He always places you in a spot that demands for you to be obeyed and come in alignment with him. Okay? The Bible says their fruit will be for food and their leaves for medicine. Now, We see God is serious about the river. Now, I can give you more and more scriptures about it, but I don't want us to stay there tonight. This is good enough for today. But I want to move you into what these four rivers were and why they're important to you. What were the four rivers and why are they important to you? Well, the the first one is Pashan, and this is what it means. This is what it means. This particular river, first of all, let me tell you about this river. The Bible says the, the, the first one, we're in verse 11 of Genesis chapter number 2. We're in verse 11 of Genesis chapter number 2. It says that the name of the first one is Pashan. And this is what it, it means, what it says about it. It says it's, um, it skirts the whole land of Havilah. And this is what it says. There is gold there. Wow. There is gold there. And that the gold of that land is good. Bedlam, what many people believe, many theologians believe, is a metal. And then onyx stone, right? Right? A precious stone. So we have metal, stone, and gold. This particular river produces metal, stone, and gold. So remember, there's four rivers flowing to our garden. There's four rivers flowing to our garden. And through this particular river, God is sending, this is what that word, what that word means, this river means Increase. Increase. So there's four rivers flowing to your garden. The first river, I think that's powerful because it's not by chance that it's the first. You don't, you're not reading the Bible right. You think that things are just thrown in there. Everything is built with intentionality. The first river is the river that carries your increase. Your increase I've been asked the question all of my years of pastoring am I am I a prosperity prosperity preacher my response to the people of God is that what is the alternative a poverty one I don't know now I am NOT one that says that everybody's gonna be a millionaire because not everybody needs a million dollars um, to fulfill what God has called for them to be here's here's a great definition of prosperity having everything we need having everything we need to fulfill the purposes of God in our lives that's that's a this is Sherman Newman's definition of prosperity, having everything you need to fulfill the purposes of God in your life. Yeah, right? And so some of us, our purposes are going to demand millions. Yeah. right? Yeah. Apparently, Tyler Perry heres demand billions. <laughs> <laughs> Would I be? Okay, uh, And so, and so apparently, right? So, and so God provides that thing to you, right? He gives you the increase needed for the thing he's called you for. That was good. He gives you the increase needed for the thing he called you for. And if you're not, if your life is not looking the way God promised you, if your life, if you don't have enough resource to fulfill what God told you to do, then there's something missing. We have more to contend for. We have more to come in alignment with. We have more to do because we've got to have what's in our hand to do what God told us to do. Are you understanding? And he will provide and you'll want something in one season, but you didn't need it in that season. I have wanted stuff in other seasons. Like if I had what I had now, praise be God, In other seasons, I'm like, God, why did you get it? Because I didn't need it. I thought I did, but I didn't. didn't didn't And he was actually working something in me to prepare me for the season like I'm in now. If I had not allowed him to take me through the process to prepare me when the river brought the increase, I would be overtaken by the increase. So I want you to think about how many people are overtaken by, by the increase. There's no clock here, so you're going to have to let me know what my time is. Um, and so there's so vitally important that you understand that God has a river flowing. And the first river coming is increase. There's gold coming to your life. You're designed to prosper. You're made to prosper. God has not made you to live in poverty. Yeah. Stop taking a vow that he never told you to take. Sir. Christians are not made to be poor. No. How can our father own everything and then says, I'm going to you, have you live on this earth and be broke? Come on, sir. Right? So I know some of you are like, well, what's going on, apostle? There's something that's out of whack. Something's out of alignment someplace we have to continue to contend maybe there's some things maybe we're not doing using proper management of what we've had and so we haven't passed the test to receive more but we have to go on an evaluation journey of figuring out if we don't have what we need or what we're supposed to have to fulfill purpose we got to go on the journey and figure out where is the money all right so the first river brings increase if you're expecting your increase, I, I, I just want you to type into the comments. I'll take that. Just, 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 just type that in. Type that into the comments right now. I'll take that. Your increase. Oh, hallelujah! It's coming. A matter of fact, just right now, we just bind the spirit of poverty. We bind the poverty mindset. We curse the works of hell that tries to keep you in old seasons and in old times. But we can, hallelujah, we thank God that the gates of your heart are opening to revelation. And that revelation is flowing to you, and you're beginning to walk in, hallelujah. The prosperity of God, the God ideas are being released to you, and there's a shift coming to your life, and you're beginning to walk in that shift, and the enemy will not have his way to hold you down in an old place and stop your prosperity, hallelujah. And the, and the Lord's releasing tonight, huh? the faith to obey God, yeah, the faith to obey God there's like a supernatural surge of faith that's being released through this broadcast today to help you obey God and do what he told you to do and when he tells you to do it I'm gonna tell you now sometime it just looks a little crazy He'll tell you to do it, and it won't make natural sense. But if you'll obey God, you're going to land in prosperity. You want a natural story, let's deal with a story. Because some of you don't like the stories of the Bible. We talked about Tyler earlier. You can say what you want to say about him. We can say what we want to say about his films. But I'm going to tell you without a doubt what I do know. He's a man of God and a believer. This man leaned into the plan of God. He was living out of his car, had an idea, had an idea. Now, we could talk about the idea, but he had an idea, okay? He worked the idea, went into theaters that people would not want to be in, Went into places where people talked about him, what they call the chitlin circuit. Went in and he built and he built and he built and he built and he he obeyed God. And he obeyed God to a place that he is now walking as one of the richest men in our nation. Why? Because of obedience to something that looked crazy. Moving forward. First river is increase. The second river is the, is the river Gion. And this is what it means, right? It means bursting forth, bursting. bursting forth. I love that because all of these are promises for you. Remember, these are your rivers flowing to your garden, bursting forth. The Lord began to tell me to tell you tonight to get ready for the bursting forth. Like where there were barriers and walls and things that were dams that were trying to stop the flow of God's blessing to your life. What's happening tonight is that there is a bursting forth. And this thing is you come in alignment and obedience with God. I'm telling you, the enemy cannot stop what God wants to burst forth in your life. And it is gonna happen so swiftly, and it's gonna to move to a path where it'll be it'll feel overwhelming. The, the, the blessings of the Lord and what he's gonna to release to your life. And I, I need you to understand that these blessings are not just financial, these blessings are not having to do with just material things at all. But some of you just need the bursting forth of healing tonight. You need the bursting forth of the transformation of your family. You need the bursting forth, you're believing for your city, you're believing for your region, you're believing for a shift and a change. And I sense tonight so strongly that the river is coming and this particular river is going to bring the bursting forth well there has been stuff that has tried to stop what God wants to do it is being removed tonight and you're beginning to receive what God has for your life it's bursting forth (laughs) it's bursting forth and I think that's so powerful because because I'm telling you, life does its best to try uh, to get you to feel as if that you're going to be stuck, but there's a bursting forth. It's, there's a bursting forth of what God is going to do in and through your existence. Let me move to the third river. The third river, uh, the third river is the is the river Hidikel. and this is what it means. It means it means this. It means rapid, rapid. So not only not only is increase coming, not only they're going to be a bursting forth, but the Lord said it's going to happen fast. When it's time, it's going to happen so fast. And can I tell you, I, I said this a couple of nights ago on Instagram live it's, it'll happen for you so fast. Right. You be in one moment and then you'll shift to another moment swiftly and people will think you came out of nowhere. They'll forget that you were on the backside of the mountain and God was building something in you. They'll feel like you just came and popped up on the scene because the moment just cracks open for you. It's those kind of moments that are happening. It's going to happen rapidly. You'll be at one place. And what I sense to say to you tonight is that it, it can shift in 24 hours. It, it, it can shift in 48 hours. You can be at one particular spot, and because of your alignment with God and your obedience to God, and listen to me, where the, the, where the rivers flowing from? The garden. Who put you there? God. You got to be where he put you. It's not just coming to you. I don't want you to miss that because I don't want you to feel like, oh, I mean, yes, apostle. Oh, yes, teach tonight. It's mine. It's mine. Are you where he put you? Are you where he put you? He put you in a particular place. Are you there? Are you where he put you? Because that's going to be the key. The enemy, what he loves to do, his favorite thing is to get people out of the place God put them. Whether that place is a place of revelation, whether that place is a covenant relationship, whether that place is a is a even a job that he told you to work at, whether that place is 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 um uh, to be in a particular uh, connection point. Whatever it's where God put you. Because he's out of alignment, he wants as many people to join him to be out of alignment as possible. He took a bunch of the angels, right, convinced them to be idiots and to come out of alignment. Right. He, he 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 brought them right with him and he is consistently and constantly wanting you to join him in the place of not being where God put you. God. The question about what is God talking to you about tonight, about where he put you? Obviously, he's, he set you in a lot of different places, He put, but he's saying something specific to you tonight. Where did he put you? Where did he put you? And are you letting that devil convince you that he didn't put you there, that God didn't put you there? Are you, are you doing that? God will put you in a place. The Bible says he puts the solitude in families. Some of you, God has put you in a family, put you in a, in a household of faith. Right? I'm tacking this so hard because pandemic has done its best. The enemy through pandemic and COVID-19 has done its best to get people out of covenant families. It's warfare. It's warfare, very intense warfare, because a lot of the things that will make us second guess where God put us are not things that are far off. They're things that's close to us. Family members, cousins, uh, I guess that's family members, uh, friends, (laughs) um, people around us who who have been, okay, who have been, uh, who have allowed themselves to be used by the enemy to distract us from the place God put us. You got to be able, I'm getting ahead of myself to next week, but you got to be able to know when the serpent is slithering. You've got to be aware when it's the person talking or the serpent talking. Jesus did it. His apostles was talking. His disciple was talking. Jesus went up and above that man around that man, and he said, get thee behind me, Satan. I recognize something. I hear the tongue of a slithering snake. This is not the man. It's the snake speaking through the man. Can you recognize when the snake is talking? And don't get it twisted because an unsubmitted believer can be one that allows the snake to use them as well. It's not just coming. The enemy is cunning. You forgot that? I said he's cunning, the Bible said. You have to be careful because God will use an unsubmitted believer whose tongue is not tamed. And he will use their tongue as the tongue of the serpent to distract you. What's distracting you in this hour? What's pulling you out of where God wants you to go? God wants you to be in place. And he wants you to not allow the sound of a serpent What does the serpent come to say? Why are we in next week's message? I don't know. Here it is. (laughs) What does the serpent come to say? Did God say? The serpent came to convince you out of what God said. The serpent comes to take away the word of God. Uh, uh, The promises of God. Did God really call you there? Did he really tell you to do that? Did God tell you to start that business? Did God tell you to go there? Did God tell you to move there? Did God tell you to do this? He comes to get you to second guess. Satan is the producer of double-mindedness. He produced it. He opened up the door for it right there in the garden. He showed up and he opened up the door and listen, what Adam and Eve did, they walked right through the doggone thing. They walk right through the door, and they welcomed in double-mindedness. A double-minded man, here it is, is unstable in all his ways. It don't just hit one area. If you're double-minded, it's going to hit the other areas. And you think that some of you think you can quarantine double-mindedness. Hmm. Oh you think that you can put that thing, and you can compartmentalize that thing somewhere. But if somebody is double-minded in one area, they double-minded. You think your spouse is just double-minded in this? No, they double-minded in marriage too. You think they double-minded in just? No, they double-minded in that too. You've got to align yourself and to make sure that you will not let anything remove you from where God puts you. I you I want you to type into the comments, I'm staying put. Wherever that is, wherever that is, wherever God told you to be, I just want you to type in, I'm staying put. The devil's not going to trick me out of my inheritance. He's not going to trick me out of what it is. Listen, I told y'all some time ago, I don't know, I talk in a lot of cameras a lot, so I don't know when I said it, when I said it. But I tell you this, I told somebody not too long, a group of people not too long ago, I was going to quit this whole deal. Years ago, I was done. I was done. I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not giving my life to this. I'm not, listen, I was like, I'm not made to be broke. I will temporarily go to McDonald's just to give me a little cash. I know how to make a dollar, okay? So I'm like, I will go out here and make this money. I was going to literally quit because the enemy was using a dollar to get me out of the space. See, the space I'm in now it may not be showing me the increase yet, but if I obey God and I stay the course, it's going to come. Did you hear me? It is going to come to your life. There's a, there's other rivers, so we got to move. Here's, here's the, the third river, right? Whether it's, it's, it's going to happen rapid. It's going to happen fast, right? It's gonna, this, thing is, this thing is about to turn for you. Ooh. I hope there's some people online that's just grabbing this. This thing is going to turn for you, and it's going to happen so rapidly for you. So rapidly for you. So rapidly for you. I want you to be, I, I, the Lord won't let me leave this serpent thing. I, I need you to be very careful, okay? I'm going to jump ahead to verse 15, and I'm going to come back to verse 14 about the last river. So don't, don't let me forget the fourth river. So we're going to jump ahead to the 15th 15, 15 verse. Listen to me. You've got to know that when the Lord took the man and put him in the garden, He told him to tend and to keep it, right? Tend and keep it. That's where we find the Hebrew word shamar. Come on, yes. yeah. The word shamar, and it means to—it's it's to hedge around about as thorns. He was supposed to protect the garden that God put him in, yeah. Yeah. right? Protect him, protect it against what? The serpent. Come on. The serpent. So you've got to have eyes to see. You have to have eyes to see to be aware when something is coming to a place and it doesn't belong there. You have to have eyes to see to be aware when the enemy and his cunning ways are now maneuvering and they're now moving. You've got to have eyes to see. And I believe the Lord wants to give you eyes to see in this hour we oui. Eyes to see in this hour so that you will not be thrown off and you will not go into a space that God doesn't want you in. He wants to give you eyes to see. And you've got to be able to properly discern what is happening in and around your garden. We don't play with snakes. We step on their heads. We're not saying people. But you better you better step on the head of that spirit. Yeah. And it's the only way sometimes that you can deal with that thing is to address it head on. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you, you can't play around with the devil. That devil tries to get you distracted. Some of you are letting your family members get you all distracted out of the call of God for your life. You got to look at that thing straight in his face and say, listen to me. I know what you I love you. But what you're saying, I know is from the devil. And I refuse to get out of the place that God has called me to be in in purpose and be in the plan of God. God wants to give you eyes to see and the authority to speak. Listen. you're going to take the position of what Adam should have done. When the serpent came, he should have been shamarring his garden. Wow. Ladies, you wouldn't have this cycle now, all them cramps. You, you 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 wouldn't have nothing going on now if the man of God would have just shamarred his garden. Shamar your garden tomorrow your garden, take guard of your garden, stand at the gate of your garden. I decide what comes in, I decide what goes out. Nothing just gets to come in. No snake slithering in my garden. And the garden will not get me out of where God put me. The snake will not get me out of where God put me in the garden. The place where I'm staying put. I'm staying put. I'm not going to be moved. I'm staying put. And I will look the devil in his face. I will look a devil in his face and say you are a devil, rebuke you and send you back to the pit of hell from which you came. I refuse to be moved. I refuse to get out of my place in God. I refuse to miss out. uh, uh, I refuse to be in a place and miss out on what God has for me. Back to the fourth river. The river Euphrates. And the last river means fruitfulness. Mm -hmm. My God. So the first river, God says, listen, what I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some power, increase. Second river, there will be a bursting forth. The third river river is going to be rapid. The fourth river, fruitfulness. (laughs) Fruitfulness. Can I tell you, your life is just about to be filled with good fruit. If you just get where God put you and don't let nothing move you out of where he put you. Those rivers are going to flow to your garden and from your garden. And everything around you is going to be affected by these four rivers that are flowing to the garden that God put you in. He formed you so you don't get to decide your garden. He decides. The Bible said he formed man and then put him. I made you, so I tell you where to go. I made you, so I tell you where to put yourself. I tell you, this is where you are. This is where I've set you. And when you come in agreement with that, something beautiful begins to happen in your life. Something beautiful begins to happen in your life. If we were to title this tonight, because the creative team is going to ask me, we would title this, Where Rivers Flow. Where Rivers Flow. Where Rivers Flow. God has done something extraordinary and is doing something extraordinary in your life. How did he form you? Where did he put you? How did he form you and where did he put you? And what is trying to move you out of the place from where he put you? Hmm? Will you allow God right now to just touch your life? As a matter of fact, just take a few moments right where you are and let's just lift our hands to the Lord. Right, let's let him just water the seed of this word for a moment. Just and Can we just do that by way of worship right where you are, wherever you're watching from, whether you're watching this live or on the replay, Facebook or YouTube, right where you are, just lift your hands, and would you take a moment and just worship him? Yeah. Would you take a moment right now and just worship him? We honor you. Wow. We honor you. We honor your presence. We honor what you're doing right now. We honor the power of your word. We honor. We honor. We honor what you're saying to us tonight. This is very prophetic tonight, and we receive it. We receive it tonight, and we thank you for what you're doing. Hallelujah! Just take a minute right now and just thank Him. Thank Him that He formed you, and thank Him that He put you in a garden. Just begin to thank Him for that right now. You don't have to. You don't have to try to feel lost. You don't have to feel uh, without. He formed you, and He put you in a garden. He formed you, and He put you in a garden. He's going to reveal to you what that garden is, the places that He's put you in. Hallelujah! And so I thank you right now. Lord, that revelation is flowing to your children, an awareness, an acute awareness, is coming alive inside of them where they're aware of where you put them. Where, they're aware of where you put them. They're aware of where you put them. We thank you right now for that. We thank you right now for the power of that flowing to your children tonight. Glory to God. And now we bind the serpent, hallelujah. And we activate, hallelujah, the feet of your children, hallelujah, to crush the head of the serpent. Ah, ha, 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 ha. We activate, we activate the feet of your children to crush the head of the serpent. We activate right now. Ha! There's a new level of authority that you're beginning to walk in. There's a new force that's coming behind you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those feet that he's giving you. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're being activated for the crushing. Yep. Yeah. You're going to crush the head of the serpent. When the serpent shows. Come on. You're going to crush him. He may bruise your heel, but that won't last. You're going to crush. You're going to crush. You're crushing the head of the serpent. We decree that now in the name of Jesus. And your children are awakening to this revelation. And they're walking therein. And the enemy does not win. I, I just serve notice. As God's apostle, as God's prophet, I, I serve notice on the enemy that's trying to attack his children and try to get them out of whatever place, garden, that God has put them in. Your time is up, you idiot. You are out of place and out of alignment. And we remove you, hallelujah, from the space now. I come in agreement with Edo Kusanda La Santai. We come in agreement with every believer that's watching right now and They're walking, Hallelujah! In a new authority, there's another weight. Uh, Yes, Lord, there's another level of weight coming to your steps. Ah, there's another level of weight coming to your steps, and you're going, you're going to be able to crush. You're going to be able to crush. We thank you for the power of what you're doing right now. Just lift your hands and worship him. His presence is, is right His presence is right there where you are. His presence is right there where you are. His presence is right there where you are. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for touching your children tonight. Thank you for the release of your word. Thank you for what you're building. Thank you for what you're doing. Hallelujah. In the life of your children tonight, we receive, from you. Ooh, we receive from you. 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 I heard the Lord say to tell someone, uh, stop trying to second guess yourself out of hearing God. You, 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 God has already made you aware that, that a serpent is behind an action, that the serpent was behind a statement and you tried to second guess yourself out of it because you want either something to work. Some of you is a relationship that you want to work, a non-marital relationship that you want to work. And because you want it to work, you're ignoring the signs. The Lord said, stop ignoring You can't want love that bad, that you'll ignore that that's not what God has for you. Uh, for another person, you, you, you're, you're having a hard time realizing that, that, that there's some space where you're going to have to have some hard conversations. And, and it's not that you're ending anything. It's just the hard conversations are going to be the revealing of the demonic behind the statement, behind an action. And you've been avoiding having that conversation. But I feel like a new boat is coming on you tonight. To have necessary hard conversations about serpentine statements and actions. Yeah. And it's not a thing of a, being accusatory. is a, a movement of operating in love and, and making people aware of where it came out of alignment with the plan and the will of God for you. I want you to receive that as the word of the Lord tonight, if that's for you. And I want you to walk there in. Listen, there's somebody watching tonight, and you need to give your life to Jesus. It's that night. You've been waiting. You've been waiting for something to kind of come together or some moment to happen. And the Lord told me to tell you tonight, the moment is now. Tonight's your night. We're going for the one. We're going for the one right now. Tonight's your night to give your life to Jesus. Can I tell you something about Jesus? He loves you. He loves you. And here's the great thing about him. He loves you in spite of you. And tonight, I want you to receive the love of Christ. Listen to me. Through the power of forgiveness, he forgives us of every one of our sins. And tonight, Jesus wants to forgive you of your sins and to bring you into new life in Christ. Um, Maybe you are not receiving Christ for the first time. Maybe you were walking with Christ at one point in time. You felt like you've gotten off track. You've gone straight and you want to rededicate your life to Jesus tonight. I believe tonight's your night. Tonight is literally your night. We're praying for you um, around the globe as we're watching both from Facebook and YouTube. We're believing God for you. We're believing God for your salvation. In a moment, I'm going to pray, and if you're you're watching now, you know you need your sins forgiven, you know you need a new life in Christ, or you need to you rededicate your life to Jesus. I want you to pray this simple prayer, but powerful prayer that's going to bring you into the experience of salvation I just want you to repeat after me and say Jesus I thank you for dying for my sins and rising on the third day I confess my sins and I thank you Lord for cleansing me of all unrighteousness Jesus be the Lord of my life and be my director in Jesus name we pray amen and just like that you're saved your sins are forgiven. It's so supernatural. It's so free. Free gift of God given to you by grace. You receive it by faith. And so uh, we, if, you, if you've given your life to Christ tonight, I want you to, to text new, li- what is it? Lifeline. lifeline. I was about to create something. Lifeline to 94090. I want you to text Lifeline to the number 94090. And we want to, it's important that you do it because we want to follow up with you. We wanna get something to you. We have a gift we wanna get to you to help you in your process of growing in Christ. So be sure to do that tonight. Listen, there's some people watching and you're watching from many places around the world. You need a church home. Can I tell you, I would love to be your pastor alongside my wife, Dr. Chiquette. We would love to be your pastor. We Pastors, we would love to serve you. The community watching online, we would, they would love to be family for you. We want to see you grow and develop. And Listen, you can join All Nations Worship Assembly of San Bernardino from anywhere in the world. I told you earlier, we have partners from different parts of the country. And listen to me, I want to encourage you that this may be the place. This just may be the place where God is putting you and uh, for your development, your growth in Christ. And um, listen, it's not about just watching. we actually have systems in place. We have community in place to be able to make sure you're cared for, even from where you are. Um, Again, I would love to serve you and be a part of your journey. If you're watching today and you say, hey, I need to make this church my church home. I want you to text new partner to the number 94090. Again, text new partner to the number 9404, uh, 94090. And as you do that, there's some specific instructions there. We're going to follow up with you. We have something for you as well. And we want to welcome you into this household of faith, into this family that exists here. Well, we're getting ready to go in a moment, but before we do, listen to me. I want you to stay with me because I have some things I want to share with you. I want you to get your seat in your hand. We're, we're, we're sowing into the work of the Lord tonight, and, um, and, and I want you to, to sow into, into the idea of the message of Christ reaching the world, the message of Christ reaching the world. We, we, we launched something new for the world last week, and um, it's, it's, it's a literal online or digital space to be able to bring people the power of God. And uh, I have to tell you this: that there were um, five different nations in the continent, on the continent of Africa, um, that were a part of receiving ministry from this church. People from all over the country and even beyond um, receiving the word of the Lord and receiving freedom because of your generosity. I want to say thank you to every All Nations partner for being so generous and being so committed to the work of the Lord that we are reaching so many people beyond our what we have thought. The Lord said in the beginning, and Carlin was praying it out, I believe it was, um, even um, in corporate prayer today, that the Lord said that we were going to reach more people than we've ever reached in the history of us being a church powerful. And I think that God is already showing us that he meant what he said. This is only the month of February. What is he about to do through us? This is what I know, is that your seed has double purpose. Not only are you going to be able to support the transformation of lives around the world through our digital space and some of the uh, um, online things that we're doing to reach people, but the Bible makes it clear, what you sow, you're simply going to reap. I think it's your, your time now to sow into the work of the Lord. It, you know, I want all of us that's watching it to sow some offering, sow an offering to God. Ask Holy Spirit what it is and sow it. Don't just watch me. I'm talking to you. I want you to sow your seed tonight. Some of you, it's your week to tithe. And if it's your week to tithe, go and give your tithe. We believe in tithing. According to Malachi chapter 3, we bring our uh, tithe to the Lord, 10% of our income to the Lord, not because anyone forced us, not because we're running from a curse, but simply because we're coming in alignment with Jesus and his word. So I want to encourage you today to sow your tithe and your offerings to the work of the Lord, not just any ministry, but a local church with global reach, and we want you to be a part of that and allow yourself, uh, your, your seed to be able to um, help us reach the world today. So you can give it a couple of ways. You can um, text NYSBD to the number 77977. Again, you want to text NYSBD. B D to the number seven seven nine seven seven. You can also give on our website, go to all nations, sbd.com, David, SBD.com, and sow your seeds securely there. And you can also go to our app. Download the All Nations San Bernardino app to your app store, through your app store, and you can be able to give securely through that app. And by the way, that app also has amazing things available to you, and we'll be even launching some new things this weekend through the app. So we want you to be plugged in. You don't want to miss that for sure. Wow, that was amazing. Agreed. We want you to stay connected with All Nations San Bernardino. Do not let the uplifting stop here. Join us on Facebook or Instagram for more amazing content. We want to connect with you. And guess what? If you're in town or even out of town, come visit us at All Nations San Bernardino all the way live.